I'm back here live in the studio once again for another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. I'm your host, Thomas Penlin, coming at you all today on Wednesday, July 31st. So y'all already know what that means. It was the MLB trade deadline today, and that's what I'm going to be talking for y'all. Um, unfortunately, I got to do this one myself, but I got someone in coming in this weekend, special guest, do a little football podcast with me. But I just want to talk real quick you know, about some of the bigger moves and some of the things that happened here at this trade deadline. So... First thing I want to start and say is, I mean, I think I'm just as confused with what the Mets is doing is what all y'all are. I mean, keeping Syndergaard, keeping Wheeler, not moving either of them. I mean, that was kind of expected. I mean, I would say I can sit here and tell you guys what the Mets are going to do next, but I really can't tell y'all. They might let Thor walk just because that way, you know, you get compensatory picks in baseball. That's one thing about baseball. When you have players leaving free agency, you get those compensatory picks. So it's not as much like it is in basketball where you want to trade those guys at the trade deadline. I mean, football's trade deadline is a lot different than other sports. But I'd say baseball and basketball are the most similar because you're basically selling assets off to teams that are trying to make a playoff run to get assets that can help you build in the future. So the Mets, they trade for Marcus Stroman and deal Jason Vargas. Look, I thought Vargas to the Phillies is a good deal by the Mets. I mean, to me, Vargas... I think he's good. I don't think he's like a, I don't think he's like an ace, you know what I mean? But like I think he's definitely a decent starter. So I feel like the the Phillies getting him, he can really help out the rotation. I mean, especially the Phillies. I mean, this rotation's been pretty bad this year. Nola's been been better lately. Like Nola's been rock solid in his last four or five outings. Before that, I mean, he saw his ERA go close to five, maybe even higher than that. But other than that. The rest of this Phillies rotation with guys like Vince Velasquez, guys like uh, Smythe. I mean, this 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 it just hasn't been what it what you need it to be. You know, um, Jake Arrieta. They went out and paid big bucks to him two off seasons ago, and it just really has not panned out here for the Phillies. And I think that them getting Vargas, you know, I think he helps add to that depth there at pitching. And the Mets giving him up. I mean, I didn't think it was a terribly bad trade for the Phillies. You know, so. Zach Eflin would be next in their rotation. Eflin's been very, very hittable this season. So, I mean, Phillies really need a guy like Vargas, and I think Vargas makes the rotation better for them. But getting back to where I started things off with the Mets, you know, they just really didn't make any sense to me. They go out and get Stroman. I mean, you could say, okay, I guess they want to resign Stroman and put him in the rotation full-time. But you also saw today they almost traded him to the Yankees. So, you know, like, it goes both ways with Stroman. I really don't know what the Mets were doing there. But, I mean, if they're able to keep Thor around, they're able to keep Stroman around, they're able to keep, I mean, obviously they have DeGrom locked up for a minute. I mean, this could be a decent rotation with guys like Zach Wheeler in that rotation. So, you know, I don't think the Mets have a terrible outlook looking forward. I mean, Jeff McDeal, McNeil and Pete Alonso have been greatest prospects. I guess they just need to get more hitting. You know, Cano, Cespedes, Todd Frazier, guys like that that um, – I know I'm forgetting, oh, Jed Lowry, guys, they went out and spent the big bucks on and made the trades to get it bats. So it just hasn't really worked out. I mean, this Mets roster isn't terrible. Hanging on to Edwin Diaz, I mean, he's a great closer to have in the bullpen. This Mets roster really isn't that bad. I mean, it's just disappointing that these guys, they've paid the big bucks to and the guys that they expected to contribute in their order haven't really done anything. But I think they have a nice little trio of young hitters with Conf- I mean, I guess Conforto has been in the bigs now for 40 years, but still. You know, this Mets team, they can do a lot next year to put themselves in a winning situation. I just don't know if they'll be able to sell off those big contracts they have. But let's get today to actually one more other team I want to talk about real quick before I get to today's winners and today's losers and just kind of talk a little bit about some trades is 
I want to talk about the the Giants, the San Francisco Giants. I mean, I thought they made good trades today and getting rid of those bullpen guys, getting decent assets in return, getting prospects, which is always nice. But I really thought they should have traded Madison Bumgarner. I don't really understand why they kept him. You know, I think this is, I mean, if, if you're the Giants GM, he's probably the only person who's mad about them winning games right now. You know, if you're him, your job was a lot easier when y'all were not playing well two, three months ago and you could have traded everything, you know, at the trade deadline. Now your team's hot. You're barely outside the playoff race and you don't want to give everything up. But I feel like what the Giants gave up, I mean, they did get Scooter Jeanette, which I thought was a very sneaky little trade they made right there to add extra bat in their lineup. But, you know, I just feel like the Giants, it's they just didn't really pick a specific direction. I would have gone all the way in the sell direction if I was them. But at the same time, who knows, they might be able to compete with what they have left there. So we'll see how that plays out for the Giants. But like I said, I'm not a huge fan of what they've done there. Um, let's move next now, guys, to... Um, the who I thought were the two biggest winners and losers today. I'm going to just talk about three teams today that I thought won very, very big. And that would be actually, I'll give four teams I thought won very, very big. First off, I thought the Astros were the biggest winner, were one of the biggest winners today. I mean, getting Zach Grinky, going out, getting um, Malvinado, the catcher as well. I thought that they did a great job you know, of getting a, one more catcher in there as it's been a position that, I mean, Robinson Torinos has done well, but not as good as you need him to. Um, Overall, though, I think they went out and did a good job of getting the right team and putting the right team together here for themselves. I mean, the fact they're going to have Cole Verlander and Grinky now coming out there and throwing, I mean, that's good. That's going to be a scary threesome to see right there in the playoffs. And ultimately, I think that probably put Houston a little bit over the top from everyone else. I also thought in return in that deal, Arizona, who um, they made a couple of deals today. I thought that they did a good job. I mean, they went out, got Zach Gallon, they got good prospects, including Seth Beer. From the Astros, so I mean, I thought the I thought that Arizona did a decent job of selling off assets, but at the same time acquiring players and helping build for the future. Also, Mike Leak and other guys that they got today. I mean, I thought you know Arizona. I think that what they did was good, and I think they have a good team to keep building on to keep building for the future. With I actually really like what Arizona did today, but I think the Astros are my clear cut favorites now to win the AL. That's who I picked for the season. I said to be between them and the Yankees, and Still going to be between them two, but as of right now, the Astros have way better pitching, and me and the Yankees, quite frankly, were a huge loser today. They really didn't make anything. They didn't make any moves. I mean, if you expect them to go out and get these pitchers, I guess they, you can say they got guys like Severino coming back, but I think Severino would have to go to the pin when he comes back. I don't think he'll be ready to go out there and pitch long innings in the playoffs and pitch you know, five, six, seven innings, however long you need him to go, so I don't know. That might come back to hurt the Yankees. They also have Batanzas coming back, too, so... I just felt like, though, we wanted to see a move from the Yankees day, and they weren't willing to pull the trigger. Um, the next trade I want to talk about here is the Yasiel Puig trade. And so, you know, this was a trade we saw a lot of sides get into this one. This was uh, between the Padres, the Reds, and the Indians. And if I had to click a clear-cut winner out of this trade, I would probably lean more towards... I guess I would have to lean on the on the uh, Indians. You know, if you're the Indians, so you get Mike Clevenger back. You obviously have an excess of pitching. You're going to get Kluber back here soon. If you're the Indians, you know you're still in the playoff race. You played everything well here, and you're acquiring what you need most. The Indians really lacking hitting in that order, and that's what they did. So they basically took their best pitcher. He's definitely shown he's had some mental issues. I mean, if you want a guy who's going to shut down like we've seen happen in the past out of Bauer in there in the playoffs, I think you can think twice. He lets three runners on, doesn't go his way. Who knows? He might end up letting him five runs that inning, and the game's over from there. So I think they did a good job flipping Bauer. I mean, they had a lot of pitching, and they went out and got some bats. I mean, uh, Familia Reyes. 
he's a guy who can really hit the ball. I mean, he's a he's a home runner bust kind of guy. You get Puig, obviously, who's an all-around hitter, and Logan Allen. So I thought the Indians did a great job here. Um, I think the Padres as well did a good job here in this trade, even though I wouldn't say they're a winner or anything. I mean, Reyes and Renfro are two of those home runner bust kind of guys, and you really can't have two of those in your orders. So the fact that they chose between the two and went with the younger guy in Renfro and a little bit better fielder I thought was a great move for them right there. And then, I mean, the Reds, now they have a three-headed monster when you look at their rotation when they got Gray Castillo and now Trevor Bauer. I mean, that's going to be tough to play against. The Reds aren't fully out of it yet. So the Reds try and make a little playoff push here. I really like what the Reds did in this situation. So it's going to be fun to see how everything plays out here, guys, and, and with those trades right there. But I thought that was a fun little three-way trade that went down between all three of those teams. But anyway, back to my winners. Here I've got the Cubs as a winner. I thought Nick Castellanos was probably the best was the best uh, position player available at the trade deadline, and the Cubs went out and added him. He's a guy I was really hoping the Braves put in their outfield, but this now gives the Cubs a very solid outfield. Whether they want to have Alamora, Chris Bryant, and Castellanos out there, I mean, if you look at their hitting now, the fact that they're going to add him in there already with Javi with Javi Baez when they get Wilson Contreras back from the DL when they I mean from the IL. And you already got Anthony Rizzo, you know, you got Chris, I think I already said Bryant, but I mean, the Cubs add an extra hitter in that order that's going to make it even tougher, an all-star fielder slash hitter right there with Castellanos. I thought this was honestly one of the best best moves that any team made. So I love what the Cubs have now. They have the pitching, they have the hitting. There's no excuses here from Chicago. They should be able to separate from the rest of the division and win the division today. So I really like that. Um, another loser before I talk about my last winner, or yeah, my last winner here is I actually am going to have to go, I already said the Yankees earlier as one of my losers, but, you know, I really, really, really have to go here with, with the Dodgers. I mean, they made that one move with St. Louis to get Jed Jericho. I don't know exactly how to pronounce his name, but they needed him because they have Taylor Hernandez, all these guys on the, and uh, David Freeze on the IL right now, but... I mean, if I'm the Dodgers, I think they really need to go out and add an extra arm in the bullpen or add an extra pitcher. I mean, we've seen this bullpen blow plenty of games this year. I would say that Jansen really hadn't been the Jansen that he's been in the past. And, you know, I think the Dodgers missed out here at the trade deadline. It could come back and bite him because my Atlanta Braves, I mean, what have we been saying about the Braves all along? We need bullpen pitching. We need bullpen pitching. We need bullpen pitching. What do the Braves do? Go out and get us three bullpen pitchers. Um, Melikan is great guy. I think that's how you pronounce it from the Giants. I mean, he's a fat contract, but the Braves are willing to pay it at this point. We want to win games. Shane Green, I mean, I thought that was the best pickup of any team. We saw today Luke Jackson come in, put runners on, then Sean Newcomb come in, walk a batter, and give up a run. What happened 20 minutes later, the Braves get Shane Green. I loved it. I mean, I was seeing all day that we were rumored to get him, but we went out and got what we needed after we saw the problem happen. Braves bullpen is going to be much, much better this season. I mean, I got to say, man, the Braves, clear winner in my opinion here. Other teams that went out and got didn't made moves I thought I liked a little bit. I like the Twins getting Dyson. I mean, the Twins, they need bullpen pitching, and that's what they did was went out here and did this. Also thought the Phillies, you know, since McCutcheon went down, this Phillies lineup really hasn't been the same, let's be honest, guys. Since, since we saw McCutcheon come down, the Phillies really haven't played as well. They've fallen off. I think getting a guy like Corey Dickerson, a guy who we've seen hit for high average in the past, he will get on base. Not a great power hitter, but he'll get on base. And I think that's big when you got guys like Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, Gene Segura, guys who can really put hit the ball deep. Jay Bruce even, you can you know put that charge in the baseball. And I think that adding them on there with Dickerson, a guy who's going to get on base, will lead to a lot of runs for this team, which I thought was a great move for the Phillies. Um, 
couple other quick things I want to talk about. Last winner I've really got here is the Nationals. The Nationals, one of the worst bullpens in baseball. I mean, we saw it come to play today when Donaldson hit that game-winning home run, and they went out and got a couple relief pitchers. So, I mean, I think that's a great move by them. Um, they really, really, really need relief pitching, so I think this is going to work well for them. Also, the Astros, I don't know how I was missed over this earlier, but getting Aaron Sanchez, I mean, he was a guy three years ago, it was two or three years ago, I believe, had the best ERA in baseball, and so, I mean, if you can get any of that out of him again, that's a great win for you there. I mean, you can stick him in the bullpen at worst, although he's been pretty rough. I mean, he's on the Blue Jays. Come on, guys, the Blue Jays. Um, also, like the A's getting, getting Roark. I know they also got Bailey, but I think Roark's actually a really good pitcher, and he can really help them out. Homer Bailey, I mean, he's a pitcher whose name's Homer now. I mean, that's not the best name ever for a pitcher, but I think the A's did a decent job of adding some more pitching to that to their uh, rotation, and I think it can really help them go into the playoffs because, I mean, you can never have too much pitching, and the A's, quite frankly, I think are one of those teams that are left. There were those teams that me and Bid were like, okay, we're not sure. What are they going to do here? And the A's are one of the teams that went into buying – and they're trying to make that playoff push. And, I mean, the A's got a pretty good lineup, so I could see him making the push and getting in the playoffs here. So that's all I got for you guys, though, today. Just a little baseball trade deadline, just what my thoughts are. I think that the Braves and the Astros did a good job of separating themselves, really. I think that the Nationals as well. I mean, I thought that – I can't believe, honestly, that we didn't see the Yankees the Dodgers really make any big splashes today. Those teams typically unload on that. There will definitely be players in the clear waivers that will get moved here in a little bit, which we could see those teams have their eye on more there. Also kind of surprised we didn't see Bumgarner or Syndergaard move today. But overall, guys, it was a fun baseball trade deadline, and I thought my Braves were in the Astros were the two biggest winners of today's trade deadline, the fact that they got what they needed most, an extra rotation pitcher and bullpen. I mean, I can't tell you guys how much the Braves needed a closer, and we got our shutdown, guys. So I'm excited to see everything moving forward, and I really think this makes the Braves. I mean, they can challenge the Dodgers, absolutely. We'll be able to hold those leads at the end of the games. I cannot wait for some playoff baseball, guys. But that's what I got for you all today. Um, I'm coming back soon with a football podcast, so I appreciate you all. Love you all. Talk to you all again soon.